0: Oh, thank you, Father, for another day, Um, another opportunity to read and to delight in in the stories that we hear. I do pray that for those who are listening, that they would know your word above all things, that they would delight in hearing the scripture that's not not a piece of fiction, but just real history that happened that's a revealing of all that you've done on this earth. So I thank you that we have this time to read together. In Jesus' name, amen. So we're reading chapter 44. Um, from James Harriet's book, All Creatures Great and Small, St. Martin's Press, 1972. All right. I was spending Tuesday evening, as I spent all the Tuesday evenings, staring at the back of Helen Alderson's head at the Derby Music Society. It was a slow way of getting to know her better, but I had been unable to think of a better idea. Since the morning on the high moor, when I had set the calf's leg, I had scanned the daybook regularly in the hope of getting another visit to the farm. "'but the Alderson seemed to have lamentably healthy stock. "'I had to be content with the thought "'that there, there was the visit at the month end "'to take off the plaster. "'The really crushing blow came "'when Helen's father rang up to say "'that since the calf was going around sound, "'he had removed the plaster himself. "'He was pleased to say that the fracture "'had knitted perfectly and there was no sign of lameness. "'I had come to admire the self-reliance "'and initiative of the Dalesman, "'but I curse it now at great length "'and I joined the Music Society.' I had seen Helen going into the schoolroom where the meetings were held, and with the courage of desperation, I had followed her inside. That was weeks ago, and, I reflected miserably, I had made no progress at all. I couldn't remember how many tenors, sopranos, and male voice choirs had come and gone, and on one occasion, the local brass band had packed themselves into the little room and almost burst my eardrums, but I was no, no further forward. Tonight, a string quartet was scraping away industriously, "'but I hardly heard them. "'My eyes, as usual, were focused on Helen, "'several rows in front of me, "'sitting between the two old ladies "'she always seemed to bring with her. "'That was part of the trouble. "'Those two old girls were always there, "'cutting out any chance of private conversation, "'even at the halftime break, for tea. "'And there was the general atmosphere of the place. "'The members were nearly all elderly.' and over everything hung the powerful schoolroom scent of ink and exercise books and chalk and lead pencils. It was a sort of place where you just couldn't say without warning, are you doing anything on Saturday night? The scraping stopped, and everybody clapped. The vicar got up from the front row and beamed on the company. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I think we might stop for 15 minutes, as I will see our willing helpers have prepared tea. The price, as usual, is three pence. There was laughter and a general pushing back of the chairs. I went to the back of the hall with the others put my three pence on the plate and collected a cup of tea and a biscuit this was when I tried to get near Helen in the blind hope that something might happen it wasn't always easy because I was often buttonholed by the school headmaster and others who regarded a vet who liked music as an interesting curiosity but tonight I managed to edge myself as if by accident into her group she looked over at me I'm sorry she looked at me over the top of her cup good evening Mr. Harriet are you enjoying it "'Oh, she always said that. "'And Mr. Harriet. "'But what could I do? "'Call me Jim, I would, would sound great.' I, "'I replied, as always, "'Good evening, Miss Alderson. "'Yes, it's very nice, isn't it? "'Things were going with a bang again.' <laughs> "'I munched my biscuit "'while the old ladies talked about Mozart. "'It was going to be the same as all the other Tuesdays. "'It was about time I gave up the whole thing. "'I felt beaten. "'The vicar approached our group, still beaming.' I'm afraid I have to call in somebody for the washing-up rota. Perhaps our two young ladies' friends would take it on tonight. His friendly gaze twinkled from Helen to me and back again. The idea of washing up teacups had never held much attraction for me, but suddenly it was like sighting the promised land. Yes, certainly, delighted. That is, if it's all right with Miss Alderson. Helen smiled. Of course it's all right. We'll all have to take a turn, won't we? I wheeled the trolley, cup, the trolley of cups and saucers into the scullery. It was a cramped, narrow place with a sink and a few shelves, and there was just about room for the two of us to get inside. Would you like to wash or dry, Helen asked. I'll wash, I replied, and began to run the hot water into the sink. It shouldn't be too gif- difficult now, I thought, to work the conversation around to where I wanted it. I'd never have a better—I would—I'd never have a better chance than now, jammed into this little room with Helen but it was surprising how the time went by. Five whole minutes, and we hadn't talked about anything but music. With mounting frustration, I saw that we had nearly got through the pile of crockery, and I had achieved nothing. The feeling changed to near panic when I lifted the last cup from the soapy water. It had to be me. It had to be now. I held out the cup to Helen, and she tried to take it from me, but I kept a grip on the handle while I waited for inspiration. She pulled gently, but I clung to it tenaciously. I was It was developing into a tug-of-war. Then I heard a hoarse croak, which I could only recognize as my own voice. Can I see you sometime? For a moment, she didn't answer, and I tried to read her face. Was she surprised, annoyed, even shocked? She flushed and replied, if you like. I heard the croak again. Saturday evening, she nodded, dried the cup, and was gone. I went back to my seat with my heart thudding. The strains of mangled Hayden from the quartet went unheeded. I had done it at last. But did she really want to come out? Had she been hustled into it against her will? My toes curled with embarrassment at the thought, but I consoled myself with the knowledge that, for better or for worse, it was a step forward. Yes, I had done it at last.